0: what's up guys it's casey with the live for, live for life podcast where we aim to break the silence on suicide by sharing our stories our passions and hope to show yours too um just a quick uh if you're new to the uh podcast <laughs> um we have three different episodes we have a flash friday where tyler jumps on and gives you a quick uh, boost of motivation into the weekend um we have a stay lifted episode where i'll get on and ramble on about something and then uh we have full length episode which today hopefully we'll have a a decent episode for you guys today um now today we have my a good guest my my good friend Mikey Newman what's Hello. up Mikey how you doing good bro thanks for having me i, I appreciate could, it no problem man i couldn't hold the Hold the laughing, man. We have so many good times together. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was making my, uh, my famous, uh, noises. Yeah, no, it's all good. Yeah, we have, uh, we, we tried recording prior to this, uh, recording and we lost each other, which was hilarious too. So it's always a good time here. Hopefully we have a good time today. So now before we get into it, Mike, why don't you just give everybody a, a quick, uh, recap of, you know, a little bit of what you've been through. Okay. Um, so I am a,
1: a combat veteran. I was in the army, um, 25th infantry division to be exact, uh, for like seven years and some change. Um, I have some combat experience. I was deployed to Iraq in oh, 2008 for 12 months. And I was deployed to Afghanistan in two thousand and eleven for twelve months um, so I have some some combat experience under my belt um i've seen some i've seen some bad shit happen to good people and you know bad shit happen to bad people too and you know i uh i've had my issues you know i I got discharged out of the army um honorably on my own finished my contract and and separated and I went through uh that the first couple of years after I separated was uh, was really really rough. I was on uh, I was on medication. I was, you know, arguing with everybody that I was fine, and y- you know, typical yeah. typical shit that people go through when they're dealing with mental health because you know it's kind of hard to it's hard to convince yourself that you're fucked up.
0: You know. Yeah. So especially as men, you know, we're we're always fine. We're always okay. Yeah. You know, we're yep. always going to fight through it. We're always going to figure it out regardless. But uh, before we get any further, how, when you left uh, for your deployment, uh, what describe how you were feeling, like how, what was going through your head, like getting on the plane and you're, you're going to a whole nother, a whole nother world over there. Yeah. So, well,
1: you know what, dude, it was so, it was so long ago now. And I was so young, it feels like it was a whole nother lifetime ago, but I know the first deployment I was, I was with, I wasn't with my unit for very long. I was only like 19 or 20 at the time. And I, I had only been with my unit for a couple of months. So I didn't really know most of the guys that I was deploying with. So I was pretty scared, but I think I was so young at the time that like, I was too stupid to be scared. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs>
0: He's like, gonna go, you know. go fuck uh, shit
1: up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, you know, I, and I'm thinking this is badass. You know, I'm wearing cool shit. I'm riding in cool trucks. I got some cool weapons. And uh, you know, I'm just going, I'm just going to handle my business. So the second deployment, I was I was married, right? I, I had gotten married. Yeah. That deployment, I was a little, I was a little jacked up. You know, a little, little nervous, a little more scared because I just kind of knew, like, you know, I had I knew the seriousness of it from the prior deployment, you know?
0: Yeah. And so for
1: good reason, because that second deployment was, was brutal, you know? So,
0: yeah. That's well, not, it. not only that, like you, so you're, you're going over knowing you still have responsibility at home.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I was like, you know, I was like a little older. a a little bit more mature, you know, I don't (laughs) want to throw that term around too much, but uh, you know, I was a little mature and uh, yeah, just at, at that second deployment, I was in a leadership position. So there were guys that were 18, 19 years old that, you know, I kind of
0: had to, I was responsible for their well being, So, you know, that, that's a lot of pressure, you know, and you've going through that first deployment experience in that that had to had to have helped them yeah yeah for sure in fact after the first deployment we we went back
1: I was I was stationed out of uh, uh Fairbanks Alaska so we we deployed we redeployed back to Alaska you know we got back to we got back to living like regular soldiers you know waking up early in the morning going for runs training 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 and uh I was actually supposed to get out But I met my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, and we decided that we were going to get married and I was broke as hell. So there was no way I was just going to marry my wife and then get out of the military with no money, you know? So we knew that we were slotted to go to Afghanistan. That was when things were really heating up in Afghanistan. So my leadership actually came to me and they asked me, they were like, hey, you know, can you can you extend your contract so that way you can come with us, you know? And, uh and and I did it was you know was the decision I made I think I made a ten grand doing it you know little bonus or whatever it was
0: Here, here's ten grand come be a leader. <laughs> here's ten G's let's ride baby. yeah, so I mean what what was going through your head that second time leaving So the second the second time um was it was cool because
1: I had my wife on Fort Wainwright with me. So she was able to like, she was able to walk me to the, she was able to walk me to the door. She was able to walk me to the bus, give me a hug, give me a kiss, hang out with me after we, after we, you draw weapons on, you know, in your barracks, you go to the barracks, you draw your rifle, you grab all your shit and you just kind of sit there and hang out until the bus comes and picks you up. So, I actually had someone to hang with, which was great because my first deployment, I was all alone. Uh, I, my family was back here in New Jersey. Um, I was in Alaska. And like I said, with a bunch of strangers, I, I had known these guys only for a couple of weeks. So um, it was, it was nice. But it, like I said, I was, I was also nervous because like I said, I, I had, I had that, that experience from the previous deployment knowing like, Hey man, you know, this is, it's the training's fun. The guns are cool. All this shit's cool, but man, it, it can get really, really uncool quick, you know? So yeah. Cause it's yeah, not,
0: it's not, it's not clear. call of duty. Right. It's
1: not call of duty. It's real life shit. Yeah. it It's cool when you're running around being a GI Joe until, uh, until somebody's like, you know, shooting back at you, then you're like, Oh shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Are there any, any instances over there where mental health, uh, had to, you know, you had to, you had to do something mental, you know, for mental health for, for your team members. I mean, as being a leader, you'd have to, there's different, there's different ways, you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. No, I, 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 I understand what you mean. Like, uh,
1: like, you know, trying to be an example for for guys which i i'm gonna i'm gonna be completely honest with you i was not so what, like maybe a week into that deployment we were doing our our ripping process which is which is like a uh, we, we call it ripping i don't even know what the abbreviation stands for but it's when the new unit arrives and the existing unit that had that's had been on that base for the last 12 months is basically going to ride around with you in your sector and just kind of show you the ropes, show you the hot spots, show you the, you know, basically just try to kind of school you up on where you're at and what you're doing. Right. They have the, they had the same mission that we're coming there to take over. Correct. So we were in the middle of our ripping process and uh, one of our platoons uh, got like a hit, like a catastrophic uh, IED. So Oh yeah, and also my job over there was was route clearance. So we would we basically cruise around and look for uh, improvised explosive devices to try to keep the freedom of movement for the rest of the armed forces. You know, right. so well one of our platoons was out. They were they were clearing a road and uh, they hit like a catastrophic uh, IED. It uh it killed it killed four of the it killed four of the six guys in the truck. So. Three of three of which were in my company you know there were there were the uh, three first platoon guys a um, couple of them I was really really close with and uh, you know when I were I wasn't there you know I wasn't on the ground when it happened um, you know I, I was back on the fob but what we had all heard you know we had all heard like hey you know first platoon took a hit we didn't know we didn't know how serious it was they weren't really giving that info out. So we were all kind of chomping at the bit, you know, you're, you just want to hear like, you know, what's going on, what's going on. Well, you know, once I found out who it was and what it was and all that stuff, I, I, I lost it, man. I was crying like a baby because some of those dudes were great friends of mine. And, you know, you don't really want to do that shit as a leader. So that was like a huge turning point for me as a soldier and as a leader, because you know I, I basically had to kind of tell myself like dude you know we're going to be here a while so if you're going to be getting this upset every time somebody gets hurt you're going to have a rough fucking year
0: you know yeah so i mean that gives me the chills just just hearing that story um so the next the next phase like so how would you transition from that that moment that you discovered that you you lost your boys How did you go about changing
1: your mindset?
0: And another another round of technical difficulties here. Okay, much much great uh, greatly. Another, another, this is like ridiculous here. This, uh, this Zoom shit. We got to, we got to start having it in a booth, podcast booth, you know? Yeah, for sure. I should have came to your house. It's all good. Um, so anyway, we're back. Um, I think we left off of transitioning your mental health from after finding out, you know, you lost your friends to being a leader. So what were you saying?
1: Well, I was pretty much saying like, you know, I don't I didn't do anything great or anything special. I just kind of like I would just bury shit, man, you know, pretend it's not there. Ignore it. Forget it. Move on. Tough it up. You know, that that type of shit, you know, um, and and it worked. It worked in the short term anyway. You know, it really did. It, it helped me just you just kind of become cold and numb. And because you-
0: it was it was a lot, man. Go ahead, I'm sorry, so, no, you're good, so but ev- eventually at some point you'd have to face it. you can't just keep burying well, yeah. it down, you know, yeah, but you don't you know you don't tell you don't
1: know that at the time you just you're like, yeah Yo, dude, I'm gonna become a cold, I'm gonna become a cold dude, you know, because that's kind of what's required of me for this job for now, you know, but yeah, like you said, that shit you know, that shit doesn't really come with like an off switch, you know? And I carried, I carried that, that with me for years, man. I carried that with me when my son was born. I carried that with me when my daughter was born. You know, I was kind of just like a very unemotional human being. And uh, it it took a lot of therapy and a lot of shit to really kind of like, and I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm still probably a little rough around the edges, but I, but I really, really make an effort every day to try to be like a nice person and do the right thing and care for people and stuff like that. Because honestly, that's the right way to live your life, you know?
0: Yeah. Cause it, it, I mean, I'm a firm believer of it coming back, back to you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it will, you know, it'll, 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 it'll ruin you, especially
1: if you carry that shit to the workplace, you know, that shit rubs off on others. And, uh, It's, it's terrible. No, nobody wants to be around that shit, but trust me, you, you and I both know we've worked around people that are just nasty and miserable people. And they just, they just make for a
0: horrible, horrible company, you know, a horrible day, horrible day. If you're, you're with them more than, you know, you're with, you're with the people you work with, whether it's in the military or not, you're with them more than you're with your family. Yeah, exactly. Yep.
1: And you, you do heavy highway construction. I do heavy highway construction we're out there we're out there in the thick of it with with these guys every day and it's 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 it was a very smooth transition for me to come to this world after being in the military because there are a lot of similarities you know everybody's got to pull their weight in construction otherwise the rest of the the rest of the crew is going to suffer you know
0: yeah that's and that's what that brings us to another point like yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge believer in teamwork. You know, they, they always, everybody says teamwork makes dream work. Yeah. And I mean, I know you're, you're the type of guy that likes to work by yourself because it's hard to find the right groove. It is. Now, yeah. now, is that, do you think that is from the military?
1: Yeah, it's, it is, it, you know, but, um, but that's one thing that I like that I got from the military, you know, like I, I, I always set like a high, a little bit of a higher standard for myself and the, you know, and I'm good. I'm glad that I do that because it it helps me, you know, but the one thing that, you know, I I always have to remember to tell myself is, you know, Mike, just because you work this way, just because you think this way, and this is the way that you operate, you can't expect others to, to do that too, you know?
0: Yeah. That's a, that's a big one.
1: That's the reasonable approach.
0: Yeah, that's that's a big thing that that I'm working on myself is you know, I'm I'm thinking one way about a job and I'm thinking about doing something one way and e- expressing that to your team is is a whole nother ball game. Yeah, absolutely. And th- you know, there's never been a truer
1: saying that you get more bees with honey. Right. Like yeah. I've in in the army everything was done by force and by fear it was like yo dude get your ass moving or you're gonna be you're gonna be in some pain you know what i mean you're gonna be doing some push ups you're gonna be doing whatever 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 kind of crazy games they gotta play to get you well, to do what they want to do that's how you're gonna do it and i brought that with me to the to the civilian world and it it really doesn't fly
0: in the civilian world This no I world. Mean, you got yeah i mean in the army though you know if you're if you're uh if you're going out to battle, it doesn't matter if that the guy that's shooting at you doesn't care if you're you know your your back hurts or your arm hurts or you got a headache. He exactly. don't give a fuck. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter about that
1: shit. You just got to execute. You know.
0: Yeah. So now that you've been at how long have you been out of the military? I think
1: I got out in 2014.
0: Uh, June of June of 14, I want to say. So, yeah, it's been a it's been a while now. Yeah. So well, well, how how would you think your mental state is now that, you know, you've you moved forward? You're you know, you're a tre- tremendous person, you know, family man, all that. You're you're 100 <laughs> percent. What's that? I said, thank you. That's nice for you to say. No, you're good. Uh,
1: well, you know. I don't see myself that way all all the time. I don't, I, but I do just, like I said, I just try to be, I make a conscious effort, effort every day to, you know, be a good dad, be a good husband, be a good friend, be a good son, brother, you know,
0: whatever it is, whatever it is that I am to someone else. I try to, I try to make sure I'm there for people, you know? Do you think, Um, do you think that helps with your mentality? Oh yeah. I, I do that all for me, bro. (laughs) I do it for me selfishly
1: <laughs> I, I knew you, you. have
0: you have to be selfish to be selfless yes yep so well Mikey I appreciate you coming on I'm gonna yeah, try man, thanks I'm for gonna- having me I'm
1: I'm glad I was able to uh you know
0: no problem yeah. we're, we're gonna have you on more um maybe we'll have you in the booth so we don't have any technical difficulties yeah 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 <laughs> yeah for sure Uh, We'll have a blast. And, uh, you know,
1: I have a, uh, I also have an Instagram for my, uh, for my concrete business. You know, I started my own little concrete business, nothing crazy, but uh, it's, it's Newman Concrete NJ and that's on Instagram. And, you know, if people are out there and they're going through some, some tough times and they need somebody to talk to, you know, you can always, you can always send me a, uh, send me a message. I'm not the,
0: uh, I'm not the best guy to talk to but I'm not the worst guy to talk to. And I'll probably talk to you. So no. you, you, you do, you do a good job with that. And, and when I say he's always there for somebody, he's always there for somebody, even if he doesn't know you. Yeah. So, you know, if you're going through something hard, man, and uh, I'm I'm a face that you don't
1: know and, and you, and you just want to fucking let it rip, you know, send me a message and I'll, I'll chat with you. I'll do anything I can to help you. I, I've been in this, I've, I've been in some dark places mentally myself before, you know, so I can, I can, I can empathize with a lot of people.
0: Oh, yes, sir. All right.
1: Well, thanks case.
0: No problem. That's the episode. Stay lifted everybody. And we'll talk to you next time. That's this week's episode of the Lifted for Life podcast. If you guys enjoyed it, please like, share, leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify, and uh, please share with your friends. See you guys next week. Stay lifted.